Hola, and welcome to the Align Podcast with Audrey. Get ready to go behind the scenes and uncover the secrets of what it takes to become an exceptional woman. Join me as we dive deep into the nitty-gritty of daily practices that build the foundation for success and happiness. From faith to fitness, mindset work to daily disciplines, we'll explore it all. This podcast is specifically designed for women who are ready to unlock their true potential. So grab your favorite drink, get comfy, and let's embark on this journey together uncovering the real day-to-day practices that shape extraordinary women. Today's a solo episode because there's something on my heart that I really want to be able to talk about. Um, and it's it's definitely a vulnerable moment because it really goes into my own struggles as a woman, as a mother, um, and in, in all areas of our lives. And that was the spiritual attack I experienced this weekend. As I've shared before on this show, I think so much of my, and I think all of ours really, of our relationship with God is based around what we experience in our natural lives. So being a daughter of immigrants and always feeling, I tell this story all the time of my dad saying, where's a hundred when I would bring home a 98 on the test. So there's so much of that that's built into my own relationship with God as if it's something that I need to earn. And obviously, you know, God's love and God's grace is free. There's nothing we can do to earn it. But we do catch ourselves doing things in our lives and in our prayer lives. And it's that feels like maybe God is keeping a little bit of a score. Like if we're doing really good with our prayer life and and going to church and doing all of these things, we feel like, oh, God must be really happy with me this week. And then the moment that something happens and let's say we can't go to church and we haven't had a lot of time to pray, we think, or at least me, I, I, you know what, I'm just going to keep it to me. I'm going to be real and keep it to me because I don't know if this is you, but me, then I'll start telling myself, ah, oh, God must be a little disappointed with me this week. And it really plays with my head. So as I grow in my faith, I know that where the enemy tempts me the most is in my identity as a beloved daughter of God and that he loves me freely, whether I spend the entire day in prayer or if I can only give him a minute a day. And so this spiritual attack was really interesting to me. And I said on my Instagram that I I think when I was younger and having grown up uh, with parents that are involved in the church, I would see a lot of things. Um, a lot of uh, spiritual warfare, a lot of demonic attacks and hear about them from my parents. But for me, I always thought like, oh, it'll be something like in The Exorcist, like something really scary where you're just like terrified that something's going to like, you know, something ridiculous, something like so childlike. But the way that the enemy really attacks is in attacking our identity, because if he can attack our identity, then he can collapse our confidence in God and what God's purpose is in our lives. And so this weekend, I was I was really stressed about something. And I woke up at one o'clock in the morning and it felt like an elephant had landed on my chest. Like when you wake up just like out of breath, like, <gasps> and this fear has see- had seized me about a situation that I was going through and about something that I was thinking about for the future. And that's where we have to really see that it's a spiritual attack because the enemy uses 
the natural to attack us in supernatural ways. So these were already things that I was stressed about, that I was worried about. And what does the Bible tell us? What does Jesus tell us about stress? Like none of us can add a single day to our life by worrying, but it's hard. It's hard for me. Like I'll tell you guys right now, like I, I worry about a lot of things and I have to continuously check myself and, and remind myself that Jesus loves me, that Jesus is with me. Because if not, like all of these things, I, I start to get really anxious. So I woke up one o'clock in the morning and it was something like that I had never felt before. It was so heavy on me. And I was just crying, crying, thinking to myself, like, how am I going to get out of this situation? Like God. And then here's the thought. The thought was, God's not going to save me from this one. You know, God just doesn't care. Like he felt so far off. He felt like he was just watching me go through this and didn't want to lift a finger to help me. So I felt abandoned. I felt alone. And it was like a good four hours of just me like in a panic, feeling like I couldn't breathe and I didn't know what I was going to do with myself the next day. I um, turned on my Halo app. And I think for me, there's such a difference between praying because we know it's effective, but really giving yourself up to the prayer and worshiping God. So I put on the Halo app and I found these prayers for mental health because I was in a state of like extreme anxiety. I found this prayer um, in the mental health section of the Halo app. And it just gave me so many verses that I actually want to share with you because those verses, and it's it's not even like I didn't know the verses. It's like at that moment, and that's the beautiful thing about scripture. Scripture's alive. It's a double-edged sword and the Holy Spirit will always use it to, to guide us and teach us. But in the, that moment, it was almost as if I had never heard those prayers and they helped me so much. So the person doing the prayer said from Romans 8, 35 and 37, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? No. And all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who helped us. First Peter 5, 6 cast all of your anxieties on him for he cares for you. And this one, this one wasn't on the prayer, but this is something that happened to me in my own life. When I was about 20 years old, see, cause that's, a, that's the thing. That's why I'm so hardheaded, but praise be to God who has so much patience with me. I'm so hardheaded. Like Jesus always shows me who he is so strongly in my life. And then the next time that something happens to me, it's like, I completely forget. But when I was 20 years old, I had a, a major conversion of heart. And I told God, crying, don't let me fall again. And by that, I meant that I would go through periods of prayer and then something would distract me and I would stop praying. You know, being a, a teenager, being young, we're so fickle. And so that moment when I was 20 years old, I kept repeating the words, don't let me fall, don't let me fall, don't let me fall. And I was down on my knees. I opened up my Bible. 
because I wanted to hear a word from him. And I said, you know, speak, Lord, your servant listens. And I opened the page to the Bible to a random page and my fingers through the tears, like this, my Bible still has the tear stains, landed on Matthew 10, 28, where it says, for a few cents, you can buy two sparrows, but yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's consent. As for you, even the hairs on your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. And Lord knows that I have a lot of hair on my head. And that for me, that moment, and I even have it on my Bible written with the date and the time in which I received that. Ooh, that was such, and I feel the Holy Spirit right now. That was such a powerful word from God. But then when we're going through the struggles, it's just like we're back in the Garden of Eden when Eve fell to sin, when she let herself be confused by the enemy. The moment in which the enemy wants to attack you, he starts to question all of the goodness, all of the love, all of the provisions that God has given you in your life. And at that moment, I couldn't remember those things. It's as if, and here's something that I've been wanting to talk about. It's kind of like we have imposter syndrome with God. That we forget God's goodness, and we show up in a false way before him. And so in that moment, it's like I would forget that God spoke to me in that way. And I would think that God is like I am. And I'm fickle. I forget. You know, in the morning, I'm happy. In the evening, I'm sad. And I think that God is going to be the same way with me. And he's not. He is who he says he is always. He is unchanging from the beginning of time to the end of time. And in that moment, it's like that verse came alive to me again. And also this one. This is what helped me realize that I was under spiritual attack. Ephesians 6, starting in verse 10. Finally, draw your strength from the Lord and from his mighty power. Put on the armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the tactics of the devil the tactics of the devil. This is all tactics that he uses to crush us. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with principalities, with powers, with the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. Therefore, put on the armor of God that you may be able to resist on the evil day and having done everything to hold your ground. So stand fast with your loins girded in truth, in truth, in the scripture of who God says we are, clothed with righteousness as a breastplate and your feet shod in readiness for the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, hold faith as a shield to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And reading those scriptures, hearing those scriptures, remembering what God has said to me that is unchanging, I was able to fall asleep around almost five o'clock in the morning. I woke up the next morning just tired, exhausted. And when I went to do my morning scriptures, I saw that the gospel reading of the day was Jesus calming the storm. And it's funny because if you guys listened to last week's episode with Raquel, me and Yvette, I talked about this passage. I talked about the way that God uses this passage for me. In this passage, Jesus was sleeping on a boat. 
And the apostles were terrified because there was a storm and the winds and rain were rocking this boat and Jesus was fast asleep. And their instinct was, does he not care about us? Like we're about to die here because they were looking at all of these things going on around them. They weren't thinking about Jesus. They were feeling abandoned by Jesus. And they woke him up and Jesus is like, oh, why do you have such little faith? And he calmed the storm. And it'll be... I'm having a moment, like getting emotional. This will be the third time that Jesus has to use this verse to remind me that he's with me. When the storm rages outside of me and when it rages on the inside of me, Jesus is there and present. And I think that the most beautiful thing about that passage is if Jesus isn't afraid, if Jesus is able to sleep through that storm, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we have that peace that if Jesus isn't scared and Jesus is calm, we should also? And I think that moments like this are moments that we have to write down in a journal. Or you know how people do those jars where they write little affirmations and then they read them when you need them. We need to store up these treasures for ourselves because there are going to come other times when we need to hear these things. And I know that that's the case for me. So I woke up and I read that gospel and guys, the tears were streaming as I am now. I'm such a baby. <laughs> um, The tears were just streaming down my face and I just felt his love and what I felt, not a rebuke from him. I felt like a little girl. Like a little girl that scrapes her knees and goes running to her dad. And he has to pick her up and be like, hey, I've got you. Don't worry, I'm with you. And I so needed that. So I get up and I go work out. And... Lately, not even lately, the last couple of months when I work out, I don't listen to music anymore. I don't. I don't want to listen to anything that's going to harm my spirit. So I've been listening to sermons. And I put on a Francis Chan sermon. I actually shared it on my Instagram the day it happened. But Francis talked about the exact same thing again. All of those scriptures that I was listening to on the Hallow app the night before that calmed me were what he repeated in that message. And then he also talked about Ephesians 6, that this battle, we make out these battles to be about the things that we're going through in our natural lives, be it financial problems, relationship problems, health problems, all of those things. And we think that they're real situations. But what it comes down to is that the enemy is going to use those natural things to inspire fear in us. He's going to take them and twist them and blind us to what God is doing in our lives if we're not careful. If we're not so strongly grounded in prayer. You know, like one thing that I say is that a lot of people think, like, I don't have to go to church. Maybe I could catch it online. You know, I pray at home. Yes, you have to go to church because when you're in church, 
you're united to the body of Christ. And the more you're united to the body of Christ, the more you connect it to all of those universal prayers every day that the church prays together. It's protection for us. It's communion with Christ. And for those of you that are Catholic like I am, attending Mass and receiving the real presence of Jesus, that's our spiritual food. When Jesus says, I'm with you always until the end of time, he's with us presently in his body and blood every time we go out to receive communion. And even in my word of the year, Talitha Kum, something I noticed yesterday when I was rereading Mark 5, is that once Jesus raised her from the dead and she immediately got up to serve, she was also told to eat. Because Jesus is that bread that nourishes us. So going to church is val um, so valuable. It's vital. Vital is the word. And praying every day, making sure that we are just rooted in scripture. Because if I didn't have these verses, if I didn't listen to them in that moment, then read them for myself the next morning, Jesus calming the storm, listening to them again in my workout, I would have thought this was a me problem. That all of this anxiety and all of these things were something that I was continue to live with. But in that moment, Jesus is like, Audrey, no. Audrey, this is spiritual warfare. Because you know what I want to do in that moment? In that moment, I want to stop doing things like this podcast. Because I think to myself, like, well, who am I to even be on this platform talking about faith? when I struggle so much myself. And I know that that's what the enemy wants. The enemy would love for me to stop talking about God. He wants to erode my confidence in God, erode my identity in God, so that I feel so meek and, and powerless that I don't dare speak his name. And that's just the truth right there. So I need to fortify myself. We need to fortify ourselves every day in, in his word, in his church, in the Eucharist. <sighs> because this really is a battle. And I think it's so helpful to see everything as a battle. Like So as we go through our day and let's say people irritate us, problems come up. When we think of them as these arrows, flaming arrows from the evil one. We can respond much better and we can respond in love. So like if I have a problem with someone, for example, I know it's not them. I know it's the enemy trying to put a seed of animosity between us and division. The enemy wants to divide. So I no longer see the person as, let's say, a threat. But I think to myself, like, I'm going to love them harder. I'm going to pray harder. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray for myself and see like, okay, what are the areas in myself that maybe I'm sinning, that I need to repent, that I need to bring to the Lord. Um, and with that confession also, confession is so important, not just to confess our sins, but also the graces that we receive through confession that fortify us for what we're going through in this life. And it really is such a battle. And I, I knew I had to share this. I could keep it to myself because 
God knows <laughs> Audrey, the, the human doesn't want people to know that she's like crying in her room full of anxiety. But I know in Jesus's name, this is, this is meant to fortify some, someone else because we're not in this together. You're not listening to this by chance. You're listening to this because there's something God wants to do in you. And this is just a platform for that. I'm just a vessel for that. And so when I ask you guys to pray for me, it's because I really need it. And I will also pray for you. And I ask that you share this podcast with somebody that needs it because we're not meant to do life alone. And for some reason in this, in this culture, no, the work, the work of the enemy, really, we don't really share our faith. We don't share these struggles. Like, I don't know if, if it wasn't for this platform, I don't think I would have ever told anybody that I went through this. But so many of us do, and we don't even know it's a spiritual attack. And we live under this demonic oppression from the enemy when we don't need to, when there's freedom in Christ. So please pray for me. I will pray for you. And if this episode touched you, please share, subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a review. Thank you. God bless you.